0: Mark chapter 14. Now the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread were two days away, and the chief priests and scribes were looking for a covert way to arrest Jesus and kill him. But not during the feast, they said, or there may be a riot among the people. While Jesus was in Bethany reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of expensive perfume made of pure nard, She broke open the jar and poured it on Jesus' head. Some of those present, however, expressed their indignation to one another. Why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for over 300 denarii and the money given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful deed to me. The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them whenever you want. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could to anoint my body in advance of my burial. And truly I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached in all the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted to hear this, and they promised to give him money. So Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when the Passover lamb was to be sacrificed, Jesus' disciples asked him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jug of water will meet you. Follow him, and whichever house he enters, say to the owner, The teacher asks, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, Furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples left and went into the city, where they found everything as Jesus had described, and they prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve, and while they were reclining and eating, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, one of you who is eating with me will betray me. They began to be grieved, and to ask him one after another, Surely not I? He answered, It is one of the twelve, the one who is dipping his hand into the bowl with me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. It would be better for him if he had not been born. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, spoke a blessing and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take it, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I've risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter declared, Even if all fall away, I never will. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, This very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter kept insisting, Even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the others said the same thing. Then they came to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus told his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John and began to be deeply troubled and distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is consumed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour would pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, all things are possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Then Jesus returned and found them sleeping. Simon, are you asleep? He asked. Were you not able to keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray, so that you will not enter into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Again he went away and prayed, saying the same thing. And again Jesus returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy and they did not know what to answer him. When Jesus returned the third time, he said, Are you still sleeping and resting? That is enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. See, my betrayer is approaching. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, accompanied by a crowd armed with swords and clubs, "'sent from the chief priests, scribes, and elders. "'Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them, "'The one I kiss is the man. "'Arrest him and lead him away securely. "'Going directly to Jesus, he said, "'Rabbi,' and kissed him. "'Then the men seized Jesus and arrested him, "'and one of the bystanders drew his sword "'and struck the servant of the high priest, "'cutting off his ear. "'Jesus asked the crowd, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as you would an outlaw? Every day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me. But this has happened, that the scriptures would be fulfilled. Then everyone deserted him and fled. One young man, who had been following Jesus, was wearing a linen cloth around his body. They caught hold of him, but he pulled free of the linen cloth and ran away naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest, and all the chief priests, elders, and scribes assembled. Peter followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he sat with the officers and warmed himself by the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they did not find any. For many bore false witness against Jesus, but their testimony was inconsistent. Then some men stood up and testified falsely against him. We heard him say, I will destroy this man-made temple, and in three days I will build another that is made without hands. But even their testimony was inconsistent. So the high priest stood up before them and questioned Jesus. Have you no answer? What are these men testifying against you? But Jesus remained silent and made no reply. Again the high priest questioned him. Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. At this the high priest tore his clothes and declared, Why do we need any more witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What is your verdict? And they all condemned him as deserving of death. Then some of them began to spit on him, They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and said to him, Prophesy! And the officers received him with slaps in his face. While Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the servant girls of the high priest came down and saw him warming himself there. She looked at Peter and said, You also were with Jesus the Nazarene. But he denied it. I do not know or even understand what you are talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway, and the rooster crowed. There the servant girl saw him and again said to those standing nearby, This man is one of them. But he denied it again. After a little while those standing nearby said once more to Peter, Surely you are one of them, for you too are a Galilean. But he began to curse and swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Chapter 15 Early in the morning, the chief priests, elders, scribes, and the whole Sanhedrin devised a plan. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. So Pilate questioned him. Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so. Jesus replied. And the chief priests began to accuse him of many things. Then Pilate questioned him again. Have you no answer? Look how many charges they are bringing against you. But to Pilate's amazement, Jesus made no further reply. Now it was Pilate's custom at the feast to release to the people a prisoner of their choosing. And a man named Barabbas was imprisoned with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd went up and began asking Pilate to keep his custom. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Pilate asked, for he knew it was out of envy that the chief priest had handed Jesus over. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas to them instead. So Pilate asked them again, What then do you want me to do with the one you call the king of the Jews? and they shouted back, Crucify him! Why? asked Pilate. What evil has he done? But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him! And wishing to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. But he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers led Jesus away to the palace, that is, the praetorium, and called the whole company together. They dressed him in a purple robe, "'twisted together a crown of thorns, and set it on his head. "'And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! "'They kept striking his head with a staff and spitting on him, "'and they knelt down and bowed before him. "'After they had mocked him, they removed the purple robe "'and put his own clothes back on him. "'Then they led him out to crucify him. "'Now Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and the soldiers forced him to carry the cross of Jesus. They brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. They also divided his garments by casting lots to decide what each of them would take. It was the third hour when they crucified him, and the charge inscribed against him read, the King of the Jews. Along with Jesus, they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by heaped abuse on him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha! You who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and scribes mocked him among themselves, saying, He saved others but he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross so that we may see and believe. And even those who were crucified with him berated him. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Olay, olay, lema sabachthani," which means, my God, my God, Why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing nearby heard this, they said, Behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine. He put it on a reed and held it up for Jesus to drink, saying, Leave him alone. Let us see if Elijah comes to take him down. But Jesus let out a loud cry and breathed his last. And the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the centurion standing there in front of Jesus saw how he had breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. And there were also women watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph and Salome. These women had followed Jesus and ministered to him while he was in Galilee, and there were many other women who had come up to Jerusalem with him. Now it was already evening. Since it was preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member who himself was waiting for the kingdom of God, boldly went to Pilate to ask for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised to hear that Jesus was already dead, so he summoned the centurion to ask if this was so. When Pilate had confirmed it with the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. So Joseph bought a linen cloth took down the body of Jesus, wrapped it in the cloth, and placed it in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance to the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where his body was placed. Chapter 16 When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so they could go and anoint the body of Jesus. Very early, on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they went to the tomb. They were asking one another, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, even though it was extremely large. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they put him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So the women left the tomb and ran away, trembling and bewildered. And in their fear, they did not say a word to anyone. Early on the first day of the week, after Jesus had risen, He appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had driven out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him who were mourning and weeping. And when they heard that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they did not believe it. After this, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them as they walked along in the country. And they went back and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, as they were eating, Jesus appeared to the eleven and rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen and he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name they will drive out demons they will speak in new tongues They will pick up snakes with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not harm them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will be made well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked through them, confirming his word by the signs that accompanied it.